Artcentric Podcast with Rafi and Klee. Hola, you amazing artists. It's Rafi and Klee. And today in this podcast, we are going to talk about... <laughs> We're going to talk about starting an artist podcast and aliens and Mothman's general sexiness. Uh, these topics brought to you by our rogue artist community, also known <laughs> as the Rogue Fam. Exactly. The Rogue Fan also asked about starting a podcast, you know, as as an artist, like what are some uh, best practices? How did we start? Why is it that we started a podcast considering that we do like videos and a bunch of other things? Um, is a podcast actually necessary when you're putting your artwork out there? Considering that a lot of us are painters and stuff and we work in a visual medium, really, um, why would you do an audio medium in that case. Yeah. So this great question comes from our rogue fam, the Mary Hardest. And the question goes like this, podcasts, how to generate ideas for one, general steps to get started, how to invite people onto your podcast. Yeah. All good questions. Those are all really great questions. Now I'm curious, uh, a lot of the rogues are here with us, by the way, if you're listening to this and they are usually here and just chiming in with their brilliance. Um, so rogues, if you have uh, anything to add to this, any questions or anything like that, just go ahead and add. Or if you guys are interested in doing a podcast as well, let us know. Uh, because, I mean, that's pretty much what we're going to talk about. Now, on the other hand, we are also going to talk about aliens. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Mothman sexiness. I'm curious if we're going to be able to incorporate aliens and Mothman sexiness into the podcast topic. Or are these going to be their own segments? So I, I think only time will tell. If any of you guys out there are wondering about Mothman sexiness, um, Klee and I have an adventure channel on YouTube. And we documented our adventure when we uh, came up north from Florida to look for this new home that we're in. And one of the places that we stopped in was Point Pleasant. And uh, Mothman- in, It's in West Virginia. West Virginia. And there is a Moth, Mothman sculpture there, a very beautiful sculpture made out of metal. And the artist that created it, he actually modeled the body after a bodybuilder. Yes, yes. And so the butt on the Mothman- is very, very, uh, you could tell that the Mothman does squats. And one of the things about going and visiting the Mothman is that you rub the shiny hiney. That's for what good it's, luck. For good luck. And so when we were there, we definitely rubbed the shiny hiney and Klee uh, very much enjoyed rubbing the shiny hiney, which, <laughs> uh, you know. What can I say? <laughs> Extra good luck. So our, if you are interested in watching them, our adventure channel is called Rafi and Klee Adventures. And uh, Timothy said, because the last video that I did was about 34 minutes long, and Timothy is saying that that's not long at all, as long as it's interesting. So I really appreciate the feedback, you guys, and I appreciate the fact that you guys find our weird adventures out in the world interesting. So thank you for that. Yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, welcome, Kelly and Yobi One to the studio. So Sarah says, what if I do a podcast and no one shows up? 
what if I really am an alien? Oh, those are both good questions. They are really so, good questions. So, Sarah, when we first started doing our podcast, we were not doing a live podcast like we do with uh, the Rogue Fam now. So it really was just us talking to ourselves. Um, and yeah. that's okay. As long as you have a topic that interests you to talk about, you can talk about it. And the the nice thing about a pre-recorded podcast is you can edit it. So yeah. if you stumble over your words or, or you want to say something differently. Or if you got a clear throat. I mean, a lot of times, so I'm posting this with the Rogue family and we're recording this live. But before it goes out into the public, then I do some editing. So there are some areas that usually get cut out of it, depending on how much time I have for editing. Honestly, I think recently I haven't really been editing much out of it. But when it comes to like clearing your throat, coughing, or even if you get stumbled, a lot of times when we're talking about something, it's easy. You guys know that I ramble a lot. So it's easy to get off on a tangent and lose your topic completely. Um, but I would say that that would be one of the most important things before doing a podcast is really determining for yourself what it is, what is the topic that you want to talk about. For us, it's easy because we want to connect with other artists out there and we want to talk about topics that are relevant to artists out there, which is why with the, uh, with the Rogue Fam, what we'll do is ask, what topic do you guys want to talk about first? And then we'll cover those topics. Yeah, which um, let's get into this a little more because this is the first part of the question from the Mary Hardest. How to generate ideas. So um, obviously we pull questions from our artist community, um, but we didn't start off that way. So um, how to generate ideas for your podcast. Start with topics that interest you, Yeah, that surround Figure out what your general topic is, right? You don't really want your podcast to be super duper random. You want it to at least orbit a general topic like art or life or whatever travel. It is that, whatever it is that you're interested in. Um, and then you can tangent off into other subtopics. So whatever your main thing is, I think for most of us, it's going to be art centric and life centric. Yeah. Most likely, maybe even travel centric. Um, and then what interests you most to talk about. And also I want to make sure I say, don't feel like you're obligated to speak on a podcast for like an hour straight out the gate. You might have a 20 minute podcast yeah. that you do. Our first podcasts were an average of anywhere between 10 to 20 minutes. And that's, you know, that that's pretty standard. We like going for an hour because uh, honestly, this hour goes by quickly because we're doing a live podcast, but when I am recording a subject, because Sarah says, you know, she's the only one that wakes up at 5 a.m. Um, so as far as like doing a podcast, it would only be her. Sarah, a lot of times when I record a podcast on my own, what I'm doing is I, I might think of a subject or maybe there was a question that I got or um, something popped into my mind that I want to share with people. What I'll do is I'll write down a list of bullet points and each one of those bullet points will be a topic um, that I'll just kind of let myself talk about. Mm -hmm. And then when I edit everything together, as long as, I've, as long as I have bullet points, I'll be able to get back to the original subject. And honestly, that's what I do when I give a live talk. Uh, like in the, the adventure video, the recent one that we posted, we did a live artist talk. 
And I seriously could just go on and on and on for hours talking about any given subject. So I need the bullet points to keep me on track. Yeah, I I think making a list for yourself, whether it's an idea generating list or a bullet point list is a good idea. Write down, I don't know, maybe try to think of um, five to 10 things that you would be interested in talking about and then think on those things and then write yourself some bullet points to just start getting the idea generation machine going for a podcast. Reach out to people you know, uh, see if there's any topics that they'd be interested in hearing about. That's another way to generate ideas, right? Or even a lot of podcasters just always have a guest on their podcast. So, um, you know, whether it's another creative or somebody who inspires them or maybe somebody who disagrees with their point of view um, for a podcast, that always usually sparks pretty interesting conversation as well. And it's it's uh, it's something that with most uh, podcasting services. So, for example, we use Podbean. Uh, Podbean is pretty popular. It is a you know, we we have to pay for Podbean. I think it's like one hundred dollars a year or something like that. Um, but then it's easily distributed across all the other podcast channels. Now, they're not the only ones out there. There's plenty of them out there. So what I would suggest is taking a look and seeing which one would work for you uh, and your budget. The other thing is that most of these services have the ability to do call-ins. They also have the ability to be able to invite a guest um, these are two things that we're going to be playing around with on our podcast is to enable the rogues that are here speaking via chat to be able to call in on a live podcast. Now, with the uh, other podcasts where you are you know, inviting a guest, um, then in that case, you could record the podcast with the guest and then edit that podcast afterwards. Yes. If you're not doing it live story time for a moment, if you'll indulge us before we were Rafi and Klee and you were just Rafi cause you hadn't met me yet. You had a podcast. I did. Didn't you? I did. I did have a podcast. And that was like, that predates like the pod beans and the apps and all the fancy equipment and everything. So yes. I actually record the podcast from my phone um, basically the way that it would work, uh, I think I had, what was my podcast name? It doesn't exist anymore, but it was better existence now because this was after my experience where I left corporate and I really wanted to share, um, that experience. I wanted to share the freedom that I was feeling and let people know that although you can feel trapped in that environment, in this world, the way that society has everything kind of um, labeled as this is what you're supposed to do and this is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And if you are a productive member of society, you don't behave this way or you behave this way. And so like, that's pretty much what the podcast was about. Uh, <laughs> ironically, I haven't changed much in my dialogue. Because you're it you're was, consistent. Yeah. It was all about like labels and not letting people tell you what to do and all that stuff and not having to jump through hoops um, to get through life. Uh, but a lot of what I would do um, was I would have phone calls with other people mm-hmm. that I found interesting that were experiencing the same thing. 
And then we would just talk back and forth. And sometimes folks would call in who had questions or disagreed with you. Yeah, right? exactly. Sarah said, every time I schedule a guest for a YouTube video, they cancel on me. Well, Sarah, some people are shy. Yeah. So that could be a huge motivating factor for some folks to back out. Yeah, you got to realize, Sarah, like you have been really jumping forward with doing the YouTube videos and stuff and putting yourself out there. And it's awesome. And it's awesome. Um, some people, there's still hurdles that they need to get through yeah. when it comes to that. So be patient. Um, so let's talk about uh, brass tacks, as our rogue fam Alan likes to call it. Uh, Rachel K said, I used blog talk radio for five years. Do not recommend. Okay. Um, I did a lot of research into, we already had Podbean, but I did a lot of research into our different options not too long ago. Um, because to answer you, Sarah, there is a subscription fee for doing Podbean. Um, I don't know if they have a free option or not on Podbean, but um, they, they have a free option, but you could only record. So if you're getting started, you could probably record about 10 episodes on there or even five as episodes, a way to I try think. it out. Yeah. So that's, that's the free option. But then afterwards, like I said, we pay a hundred dollars a year for what the service that we have now and, and there, there's a bunch of add-ons and stuff yeah that includes that we consider yeah just you know distributing it to all the major platforms the ability to do this live pod stream as we call it with the rogue family is one of the parts honestly and, it's it's one of the only reasons that we haven't gone with the free service is being able to do this live yeah like this. but also you have to read the fine print with some of those um podcasting services because some of them have like exclusivity clauses and various other things that for us Podbean was the best fit but make sure you do your research as far as what you think your needs are how easy it is to use what it's going to cost and all that definitely research the different and, and you know read reviews and feedback um, and even ask around if you know people that do podcasts um, what you know to determine what's going to work best for you uh, in that regard so one of the questions that came up was how about interviewing aliens on your podcast, right? So we get some extraterrestrials, <laughs> they come down and, you know, we invite them to speak with us on a podcast. Well, I think that would be an exceptionally um, high rated podcast if we could well, get that going. Exactly. Now, here's the interesting thing about that is that a lot of people out there that live in regular, uh, normal, quote unquote, normal society Look at aliens and, you know, uh, oh, I meant artist. They look at artists. <laughs> We're pretty much same, aliens. Same, yeah. same, same. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's, that's the interesting thing about just being an artist and having a voice out there. Now, one of the things that I really wanted to discuss was the fact that, like, as artists, we do work in a visual medium. Here's the beauty of what you do when you put your voice out there in the audio format a a lot of people that are busy working are able to listen to you uh, a lot of people would rather listen to a podcast during their commute mm -hmm. a lot of people would rather uh, if they're artists they would rather listen to a podcast in their studio uh, the same thing with audiobooks that's why it's so important for me to record the audiobooks for the books that i put out there and you want to really understand that connection that you're able to form with somebody when they're listening to your voice 
and they're able to familiarize themselves with the nuances of your voice and really, really get your message across. Now, obviously, the only thing that would top the uh, audio format is a video audio format. Mm -hmm. So it's one of the reasons that we do both. With the podcast, it allows us to just kind of sit around and have a conversation, which is very relaxed. Unfortunately, when it comes to video, a lot of us are very used to the standard of video, right? Yeah. And a, a good way to explain that is when you listen to talk radio, they could sit there, they could fumble their words. Um, they, you know, they, it could be unscripted. Whereas when you're watching a video or you're watching a movie, we've been pretty much trained to see what goes wrong. That's true. Video. Yeah. Our, our, um, our innate reactions to, I'm going to call it radio. Okay, guys, radio and video <laughs> are different. It's like when you're listening to a mixtape, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're yeah. so old. We are a little more programmed to um to uh divert our attention on a video if that just happens where I couldn't find the word I was looking for. Yeah. And it took me a split second. Um a lot of people these days are doing audio visual podcasts, but you know, I found that even with the podcast format, even when there is a visual element to the podcast. It still has that like laid back thing. It does allow for a much more laid back thing. Now, that being said, I think that a lot of that is changing now because of the YouTube landscape. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people are getting a little bit more used to videos not being as polished. You know, like our videos aren't polished. Now, I edit the videos, so I edit out a lot of the um, um, like the um, um. Mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that, just so that the video has a flow to it. And also so that the video isn't uh, half an hour of a bunch of ums and you knows and all that stuff. Indeed. All the, all the things that we repeat a lot. When I was a corporate trainer, that was one of the things that we would take a look, a really close look at was your go-to word, right? We all have a go-to word or a series of go-to words. For a friend of mine, it was, you know. You know. You know. Uh, I somehow pick that up. So I'll put, you know, in after, um, so it'll be like, well, um, you know, blah, 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 Mine's blah. Mine's definitely, um, for sure. For yeah. sure. <laughs> and it's something that you get used to catching when you're doing stuff. Kelly like, says hers is like, like, yeah, like is another one for a lot of people. Um, and as you go, I think when we first started all this stuff, um, was like, Every other word, like how I just slipped like in there. That's hilarious. Um, um, like every other word. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's funny because like. <laughs> it gets you. Once you say it, it gets you. It is funny. A lot of people will concern themselves way too much with that. The truth of the matter is that for all of us, we do have those nuances of speech. Mm -hmm. uh, we tend to reach for a word or a sound whenever we're thinking mm -hmm. because a lot of us are very uncomfortable with silence. And one of the things that you can get away with when it comes to audio is the uncomfortable silence. Whereas in video, when there is more than, I want to say one or two seconds of silence, uh, the video gets a bit awkward Sure, because then there's, there's no motion going. 
And it's, it is very interesting how that works. Now, like I was saying before, the, that landscape is changing. A lot of people are really enjoying just hanging out with someone on video, but even still a lot of times, especially if we're in a hurry, I mean, our videos, I think there are videos, they're not super fast paced because I don't, I, I don't over edit them, but for some people that use YouTube mainly as a place to go to, to find specific information in that regard. Yes. When they read the title of a video where I'm saying, this is how you you know, this is how to approach your art career. And I spend the first three minutes talking about stuff that only the people that follow us know they get very, very impatient and that's where a lot of thumbs down comes from and all that stuff. So it's understanding that landscape uh, when you're putting your stuff on YouTube and understanding that a, a thumbs down really doesn't mean anything. Uh, a, a comment that like, oh, you're taking, you know, don't watch this video. He takes too long. I always love that comment. That really doesn't mean anything. Now, the beauty of a podcast is that for the most part, podcasts don't really get haters haters not yet at least (laughs) not Not yet not that we are aware of rachel says my go-to word is fudge only i didn't say fudge oh yeah you know and you have to determine also that is your podcast or your video or your channel gonna have the f word yep um fudge or (laughs) other words of that nature certainly there are plenty of words that rhyme with uck Mm mm-hmm I or, mean, it doesn't really rhyme with, it does rhyme with dog. Timothy said, I always listen to your podcast in my studio. Oh, thanks, Timothy. Thank you, Timothy. I think that's a, that's an element too, right? People are used to engaging with the podcast, like you said, while they commute or while they work in their studio, kind of the same as an audio book. Um, whereas video content, uh, maybe maybe because it has your visual and audio attention, then you get antsy. You do. A lot of people will put on videos, our videos, and listen to them while they're working in the background. Which like, is great. like a podcast. Yeah. yeah. So that's why a lot of times with even with the videos, I try to keep it a little bit more word heavy instead of screen. Now I like, you know, we like playing around the with visual it. storytelling. We like playing around with the visual storytelling, but we don't want it to I, I, I personally don't want the videos to be taken over by just visual storytelling, mm-hmm. um, especially when a video takes uh, takes 15 minutes out of somebody's day. I know how important it is to be able to like measure your time, especially when you're working in the studio. Yo, Shauna says, I'm listening while washing dishes. That's yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, because there's other things. There's other things to do. And it's, it's one of the reasons that I really love the audio format. So if any of you guys are, are considering... You know, first off, if you've been considering YouTube and you're, you know, a little bit nervous, camera shy, camera shy maybe putting the videos out there, you got to think of what a great format it is to be on audio um, and being able to put more information out there about yourself. Now, that being said, artists tend to do, they tend to get a little confused about the the stuff that they put out there, right? Because I think... I ran into this, and, I, and I'm I'm saying this as a general statement. I ran into one of these issues or this issue when I first started really putting my stuff out there, which is like you want to promote yourself, but you don't want the content 
this this stuff that you're talking about to be only about self-promotion. And one really, really important caveat here is that it also should be genuine. It, it shouldn't be one of those things where you're going to engage in a podcast or in a video simply because you want to trick people to go back to your website and buy stuff. Definitely. Because the thing about a podcast, and I think the thing that I find so attractive about podcasts is it's kind of like having company yeah. in your studio or in your home or in your car because it's so conversational. It's essentially like getting together with a friend so if you invited a friend over and said friend was just plugging their, I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> like like you invite somebody over and they're like, hey, hey, you know, I got this painting. <laughs> I got this painting. You should check out my website and look at my painting. My painting. Yoshana said, website. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's very conversational. Kirkman I, said, I listen to the podcast while working in the shop. Kelly's got us on the counter while she cooks. This is, this is awesome. Timothy said, I say fudge like every other word. Yep. <laughs> so that could be a fun thing for everyone to expect on your podcast. Yeah, sir. just think about it. I mean, with a lot of, with, with just about anything. I mean, on YouTube, uh, obviously there's a lot of stuff that, uh, you got to make it explicitly clear that you are swearing. And if you are swearing and you have a monetized video, you cannot monetize that video. Whereas if you have a podcast, you know, you're not, it's, you're not. So for example, YouTube works differently when it comes to the ads that they put on there, right? I don't really have any control over what kind of ad they put on there, who is paying YouTube for ads, I do get a very tiny, it's like a 0.007% of a dollar every time somebody watches an ad on YouTube, (laughs) you know, and, and the whole thing about that is that it adds up over time with a bunch of videos. So I do get ad revenue on my YouTube videos. I also tend to cut a lot of the ads out of my videos. I don't, I don't like being interrupted by ads in the middle of the video when I'm watching a video. So I tend to cut those out, even though I, we'd be making more 0.007% um, on our ads if we did that. Now, the difference is with Podbean, Podbean is actually an expense. We're not making any, not, not that we're making, you know, buku dollars on, on YouTube, but with Podbean, we're not making any money so far. It's not monetized. Now, that being said, you do have control over who it is that sponsors your podcast. So if we do find a sponsor we and, and they don't mind us swearing, we could swear all we want this on the podcast. Yeah. And right now we could drop the F-bomb all over this podcast if we want to because we're our own humans. But, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't do it just because um, Jenny said the Monday 6 p.m. podcast five central time is my CTA travel partner. Oh, I love that. oh, that's awesome. Also, welcome, Cruz and welcome, Ginger. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, some more of the so the nuts and bolts of it. Right. General steps to get started. We covered. Obviously, um, you need a service uh, like Podbean or some of the other ones. Um, Jen just said, you're not making it rain a la Gudu. <laughs> <laughs> Nay. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, the goo tubes. The moo tubes is what we would call it. We're make that Mulan the moo tubes. Make that Mulan the moo tubes. Yeah. No, you know, and that's that's the reality of it. That's one of the main reasons that I say if you're going to do a podcast or you're going to start doing videos, you better start doing it because that's what you want to put out there, right? I have always had a love for this kind of communication. You know, I would listen to talk radio Me too. Uh, in the mornings. And, you know, even when I was a teenager, I listened to a lot of music, but I listened to talk radio because I always enjoyed the personalities on there. Or I enjoyed listening to audiobooks for the longest time. Um, I, I enjoy this format. I also enjoy the behind the scenes documentaries that they do, uh, the director's cuts where you get to hear the director, right? So like that whole video format, I love that video format. So the idea of being able to have the opportunity to do this myself, to not have to go and work at a radio station or not have to go and work for a production company where we are our own production company and have the ability to put our voice out there however it is that we want. It's exciting. It's exciting. And so like this is this is one of the reasons that I jumped on it because I wanted to do it. If my motivation was I'm going to get on YouTube because I want to make that YouTube money, right? Because you see all these like um, YouTubers and they've got mansions and they've got deals and they've got all this stuff. It, it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And honestly, with a lot of those people, they they get big sponsorships. You know, a lot of them were sponsored by Disney. A lot of them, not saying that that's not a possibility. It's just something you build up over time. It's the same with YouTube as it is with music streaming. On average, a music stream is like 0.00067. It's fractions of pennies. Um <laughs> Most podcasts, unless they're sponsored, are not generating revenue. Now, there may be some different services that offer some different ways to earn revenue. I don't I don't know for sure. But it's something that you build up over time. Now, we could start promoting, you know, because a lot of um, because we have 30,000 plus subscribers on our YouTube channel, we do get a lot of sponsors reaching out to us. A lot of it is not really relevant to what we do, um, but there's there's definitely other ways to make money on on these platforms. One of them, one of the things that Podbean offers, which I don't do because we already have uh, the rogues with the membership site, is that you could have subscribers to your podcast. The only problem with that is that unless people can freely listen to your podcast how, how are, you are they gonna to? know yeah. If they, yeah exactly so i suppose if you already had um a following somewhere else and started a podcast then the membership thing might be or if you threw if you had a podcast membership and you threw out a free one every so often so people could familiarize mm -hmm. then that could possibly be a model that you could use rachel said do you get the dms from the watch company too oh yeah yeah, the DMs from the watch company, um, the bush groomer, the men's bush groomer. Some adventure pants. Adventure pants that are not the kind of pants that I would ever wear. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. There are some things that I've thought to myself like, you know what? Maybe we'll uh, take on this sponsorship just as a spoof. 
Um, and we have done, we, we did a sponsored video when we did the Arteza stuff. Uh, but you know, they were just giving us, they, no, I shouldn't say they were just giving us, they gave us free supplies for us to review. So that's always fun. Ginger said, but, but, but adventure. Adventure. I know. I know. Well, these adventure pants are not something that I would be caught dead in. I go, I go, I go on adventures in my paint pants. That's, that's what Yeah. They were a different kind of adventure pant. Um, Man, manscaping. Come on, Rolf. <laughs> I know. I know. Can you imagine that? I, that would throw everybody off if I did a manscaping like today. We're going to talk about manscaping. And we're going to get through this together. <laughs> Could be good. Could be good. Oh, my goodness. This manscaping video is brought to you by Mothman's sexy butt <laughs> and the bush groomer not really you guys but <laughs> mothman manscaping yep yeah the the interesting thing is when uh we were thinking about doing a podcast today is that i didn't think that we'd be talking about i honestly never thought that we'd be talking about doing a podcast on a podcast it's, it's very so meta it is very meta right now <laughs> Mothscaping said Karen. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent word mashup. Ginger said those ads like, are you still throwing baby powder on your boob? Yep. <laughs> those are amazing. If I could do just the ads, oh, I would have a blast doing ads for, for these companies. The problem is that a lot of them want that want me to put maybe maybe I could get away with doing it like that where we don't necessarily endorse this but we'll certainly make you a commercial yep yep and then i could just say like this this video is brought to you by and then have the have the ridiculous ad perhaps that perhaps. might be something i want clee to sing the jingle <laughs> i would be honored to um Okay, so real quickly, what are the very, very, very most basic things you need to start a podcast? Obviously, you need a podcasting service, you need a basic way to edit your podcast, and you need a recording device, and Rafi is cracking himself up over here. I'm cracking up because uh, Kelly said, you know, when her, when her spouse was diagnosed with the prostate cancer, she looked up things on the computer and now she gets a bunch of ads for enlargement products for men. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always disconcerting too. Cause if you have somebody, could you imagine like somebody comes and they use your computer and like you're getting all these ads for <laughs> Ginger's like, how deadpan can we recommend this product that we would not be caught oh, dead using? Oh, it would be so awesome. It would be so awesome. I might just accept some of these ridiculous products that they are sending me. One of them, one of them I've actually considered uh getting because or or doing a doing an ad for uh because it's Ben Y. The the one by one by eighty color markers. Eighty color markers so free. persistent. So eighty color persistent. markers. I saw your Instagram where you did a nice blending technique. Your blending with, technique is amazing. And I'm like, yeah. I never did anything on Instagram with markers. Or blending. Or blending. Um, but you got to admire persistence as well. I, and Wenbai has reached out to us at least once a day for the past 90 days. Yes. And so, Every day, 90 emails. 
from this man. So I eventually am, you have to reward yeah, the dedication. Yeah, you do have to reward the dedication. So I might do one now. Obviously, I'm going to talk about <laughs> why it is that I'm doing that, but. Well, yeah, it could be a lesson in um, the reward for persistence and also a genuine review of the color markers. I mean, that's one of my things. My thing is persistence is key. Like you just got to keep going, even if people tell you no or they say they reject you or they ignore you or whatever. And you keep going. Eventually, you'll get it. It's one of the things I really admire about uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book where he talks about wanting that job. Mm-hmm. And basically what he did was he sent a letter every single day yes. to that person. And he got, you know, he ended up getting the job after like sending, I think it was like 90 letters or something yeah, like that. I don't know. And I think about a lot of artists and how easy it is for us to give up on something. That's where when it comes to like doing a podcast or doing the videos, we have, we have 30,000 people following us right now. Right. Most of them are inactive, right? But there are several thousand that are active that that follow us. Now, the thing about it is that we have posted four hundred plus videos just on that one channel, mm-hmm. and you think about it, it's like a video a week, like, and uh, you know, if I'm honest, it's not always video a week because sometimes we miss. A month. Sometimes we exceed the goal. Sometimes we don't quite reach the goal. It all evens out in the wash, but right? You, but you got to think about it. It's like posting a video for about seven years where the first four years, no one was really paying attention. You have to love what it is that you're talking about and the entire process of doing it in order to keep doing it. Because if you're doing it for the response, you're not. Yeah, let's talk about this because this is another part of the question is, you know, how to invite people onto your podcast. Um, and I assume this means, uh, well, let's just talk about both ends of it. How to invite guests onto your podcast is one thing. How to get people to listen to your podcast is another. Yeah. Um, with a podcast, especially when it, when you don't have a live podcast, when it's a pre-recorded podcast, you're literally talking to yourself. So, um, you know, you have to kind of imagine that you're talking to the people that you're talking to and you have to kind of be prepared for, um, you know, a lack of response in the beginning, just like when we started. I would say, I would say a lack of response. Um, just be prepared for it. Be prepared for it. Be prepared for, I would say a healthy way to prepare for it, whether you're doing videos or you're doing a podcast is, Imagine doing this if for about three years, maybe 10 or 15 people were interested. Would you be willing to do it? If the answer is no, then you have to ask yourself, why are you doing it in the first place? Mm-hmm. And and really, that was a question that I had to ask myself when it came to the videos, because I would find myself in the early days, there's a lot of videos that are gone that don't exist because I would post a video and it get no traction and then I would get discouraged. And I'm talking about like 12 years ago because I was doing it for the wrong reasons. It was only maybe about seven years ago where my mindset changed on that. I was like, you know what? I don't care if anybody listens or watches this. I want to put this information out there mm-hmm. because eventually it's going to reach somebody that, that maybe this will help. 
that maybe maybe it'll assist someone maybe it'll help somebody change their perspective um because this is information that i wish i heard when i when i got started yeah most definitely and look you can approach uh putting it out there you can put your podcast out there and you can just let it organically get listeners um as far as maybe you're talking about a topic that someone is interested in listening yep. to let your personality shine through obviously that is key for any format whether it's writing or music or video or podcasting or whatever, let your personality shine through. Nobody likes to feel like they're experiencing a stiff scripted thing. Yeah. Um, you got, you gotta be you. You can promote your podcast on social media. Obviously you can use other platforms that you're active on, such as YouTube or the socials or a blog to let folks know that you have the podcast and so on and so forth. There's a lot of crossover between the different platforms and how to invite people on to your podcast. Let me, let me uh, add to that. Okay. What I would recommend too, is when you're thinking about the name of your podcast, you know, like, our podcast is called Artist Life with Rafi and Klee, right? Um, now, the reason that I put the Rafi and Klee in there is because we essentially, over the years, any of you guys that have read our marketing book, um, you know that when it comes to being your brand, you are your brand. And we've been putting ourselves out there for so long that we have become our own brand. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons that like our music channel, I love the idea of our music being called better on the drums or a band being called better on the drums yeah. because there is no association to Rafi and Klee. So it's kind of our experiment in trying to get traction on that without, without totally relying on the fact that, you know, we are Google searchable. Yeah. It's our baby, just like so many other things that we've launched recently. And it's exciting. I just said this to Rafi the other day and he agreed. It's exciting to just have this thing and it's new and it's like being put out into the world and it's absolutely starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, it's, just like everything else. It's the exciting. We have 200 subscribers on our YouTube music channel. Mm -hmm. And the other day we got four more and, and we were exciting. so excited to get four subscribers. And it's literally, we've had that channel out there for months and months and months. And, but it, it's celebrating those little things, right? And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes to subscribers on a podcast or when it comes to subscribers on YouTube, subscriber counts really don't matter. They just really don't matter. They look good. They look really good. Like it looks great that we have 30K subscribers. But really at the end of the day, when you're looking at any kind of information of the people that are listening consistently or watching consistently you could these are people that are above and beyond interested because somebody mm -hmm. might run across your content and be like oh this is pretty cool and then listen to it and then not ever listen to a podcast again or watch a video or you know they happen to run across your content when they're feeling a certain way so a lot of times you gotta it you can't be chasing those numbers no it really is all about engagement and, and putting yourself out there in yeah. a genuine and compelling way. And just said, garage band enthusiasm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I pretty much live there um, with, with, 
we pretty much live there with all the stuff we do. It is garage band enthusiasm. It is. It really is. <laughs> because I mean, and that's that's how it is with the music. A lot of people want a lot of people want like an answer to um how do you how do you get your artwork out there? How do you make money with your art? Uh, how do you become popular on? And that, that's the thing. How do you become popular with your artwork? How do you become popular on YouTube? How do you become popular um, w- with your podcast, with your music? How do you make your books popular? Right. Everybody is chasing some kind of mythology or not mythology methodology methodology methodology. Mm-hmm on how to get popular fast right and that those are the ads that you see um on that you see on on all social media and online is like make a hundred thousand dollars in three months da, 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 right because basically what they're doing is telling you to put more and more ads out there but also they will have you change your niche to really fit into a niche that works and that's one of the things that you have to think about when you're coming up with the idea for your podcast, when you're coming up with the title for your podcast, is that either A, you're going to be jumping on a niche that works and maybe you're not interested in it that much. Well, then you are locking yourself into that. And I could tell you right now that if you are either doing a podcast or doing video or putting anything out there. It could be your artwork, your music, and you're doing it specifically because you think that that thing is popular, but you don't really enjoy it. So you're trying to get popular. It is going to become a golden cage. Sure. You're going to get really popular for this thing, but then that's it. You are popular for that thing, not for who you are or the kind of things that you want to do. Yeah, when you're super duper niche, then it can become harder and harder and harder to talk about said thing or find angles of said thing to talk about. Uh, Nanny said, my niche is what I feel is neat. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good... Ginger <laughs> said, make me go viral, locks doorknob. Licks doorknob. <laughs> Licks doorknob. Ginger <laughs> mm-hmm. said, that's the best way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it's the only way. And this is something that I thought a lot about in the beginning of my career uh, as an artist where like I was putting myself out there, putting, putting what I wanted to put out there. But in the beginning it started with um, doing signs, right? Because the signs, signs were very popular. Hold on a second, please. I'm breaking stuff over here. I'm knocking things over you guys. When I started my art career, I started doing signs because they were very popular. I started doing um, knickknacky type things that were very popular in the area, very touristy. And I realized very quickly that I did not enjoy doing those things. And so I had a choice in that moment. Either I continued doing these things, having every day, every day that I was showing my art, someone would come by and ask specifically for those things that I was doing. And I I started to realize that I was becoming popular for the things that I did not enjoy doing. Yeah. Now that's not saying that maybe there isn't a niche thing that you enjoy doing, but you got to be really, really honest with you. I had to be really honest with myself because I determined like, Oh yeah, well doing this, that's fine. You know, like I, I enjoy it, but really at the end of the day, I didn't enjoy it. And the same thing happens with, your podcast. Either you are going to jump on something that is super popular or 
you're going to talk about the stuff that you want to talk about. The nerdy, weird, artistic stuff that you want to talk about. And the truth of the matter is that a lot of artists worry themselves about talking about art, making sure that they come off as artistic. The reality is that every single one of you that is a creative, no matter what subject you talk about, you are always going to reference art. You will always talk as an artist because that's what you are. You'll reference things that are important to your lifestyle that you lead. Exactly. <laughs> Such as podcasts and Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> Nanny said, I think I have a neat idea for getting my landscape photography in front of people. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm excited to hear more about that. Shroy said, all you can do is focus on what you have control over, the quality of your content. Don't worry if anyone is following because you can't control that. Yes, yes. exactly. That is beautifully said, Troy. Speaking of quality, obviously, guys, if you're going to start a podcast, you want to try to have the best sound quality that you yep. can. Try to... Try to set yourself up in a space that doesn't have too much ambient sound. Try to get a decent microphone. I know a lot of folks podcast direct from their phones these days. Um, that's an option. Even if you podcast direct from your phone, though, I do recommend that you get, uh, even if it is a video mic, like they'll send those, like they'll, they'll sell those vlogging uh, the iPhone vlogging kit or yeah. the Galaxy vlogging kit. And there's plenty of little condenser mics too out there. Um, we have uh, fairly inexpensive condenser mics that we're using right now um, that we found, we were able to find them on Amazon um, yeah. and they were under a hundred bucks. So like that's very, very um, accessible. All of that being said, if you're just recording a podcast with your phone, that's perfectly fine yeah. too. You just want to make sure that there is no sound in the background. You wouldn't right? want so, your neighbor like sawing down a tree next yeah, door. Exactly. <laughs> Which you, FYI has happened to us before. Yes, it has happened. You also don't want like a TV on in the background. If you have an air conditioner on in your window, you want to make sure that you turn that down. Try and kill whatever ambient sound or, or additional sound there is and um, record your podcast. You want to make the experience as comfortable for everybody listening as possible. You have, and I'm sure that all of you guys have experienced this, where like you try to listen to something and there's just maybe an annoying static sound in the background or something like that. Yeah, there's a couple of like even with audiobooks, there's a couple of like older, older recorded audiobooks that I would really love to delve into. But, you know, the sound quality has changed a lot over yeah. the years. So Crew uh, said, I think the get rich quick plug will die out soon. Maybe as the world gets goes through adolescence and we humans continue to evolve and no one will care about getting rich quick. Money will no longer be a motivator and being a creative will be the motivation. Just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. And really. And that but that's that's the 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 irony there is that the key is for money not to be the motivator in anything that we do in life, because if you are motivated by money, then you are going to limit your options of what is possible and what you're capable of. Because there are, there are only a handful of things out there that exist that people have made money on. Um, before the pet rock uh, was getting sold, if you went up to somebody and you said, you know, if I find a, a pebble on the stream and I, I could make money off of this, they would have said you were crazy. 
you know? So like, that's the thing. It does limit your options if you're getting into it for making money. The fact of the matter is that the money will flow no matter what. And the ideas come and that's where innovation comes, where you think outside the box and you start doing things that is differently than how it's been done before. Unequivocally, the best way for some anything you're doing to evolve and to keep generating ideas and to eventually generate a following is to be consistently doing it. So if you're going to start a podcast, do a podcast once a week. Um, if you're going to start a blog, do a blog once a week and so on and so forth. If you're going to create art, create at least, you know, give yourself a thing, create at least one piece a month, one piece a week, one piece a day. A couple um, other good pointers. Uh, Yoshana, you don't want a cat in the room if you have a desktop mic. Well, that's good. <laughs> good advice. Jen just said our recording booth insulation is largely command hooks, binder clips, moving blankets, carpet. Good setup. Yes. Great setup. Great setup. And you let it evolve from there. Absolutely. Yep. Uh Kitty Takes Over podcast, <laughs> says Nanu. But yeah, be doing it consistently. And I would say that if you've never done a podcast before and you're um, wanting to start one, look, everybody knows somebody that has a podcast. Yep. This is fact. Yep. So volunteer yourself to be a guest on someone's podcast. Get the lay of the land. Yeah. And then jump in there. Volunteer yourself to be a guest. Um you know, and if any of you guys start a podcast, feel free to reach out to Clee and I. Uh, we've been guests on several podcasts. Indeed. In, in fact, it was one of the things that really, I found it so much fun when we got interviewed by Curious Kirby. Mm -hmm. And when we got interviewed by Curious Kirby, that's really when the gears started turning where I was like, man, that was a lot of fun. I think I would like to do a podcast. Yep. And it was that reminder that like, oh, wait a second. Wow, I could do a podcast too. And I think that really that's that's what that's what it comes down to. That's it's having those experiences and those moments that come up that inspire you to do something that you haven't done before. Um, did we ever think that we'd be doing like a podcast a week and or doing a live podcast with the rogues? No. Now when we first started. Um, it was just a, another way to get our voice out there and to work in a medium that um, I wasn't familiar with, but I was interested in. So I think really that's what it comes down to. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, think of it as just another way to express yourself and don't think of it as just, even though it could potentially be another source of income, um, don't get it started specifically for that because then it becomes a job. You got to think about all the things that in life we're all trained to do just for the money. A lot of us, you know, some of us have, have had jobs or have jobs that we enjoyed and it wasn't work to go into work. But for the most part, a lot of us don't enjoy what we do and what we get paid for. And I think that really when it comes down to being an entrepreneur or like getting started on a project um, that maybe you're interested in, I think that that aspect of looking at society where people are just used to the status quo is to work, to make money doing something that you really don't enjoy, but you could take breaks from. And I think that that's kind of made our perspective warp 
It has, and it's all too easy to slip into that, especially if you're stressed out about time or money. Yeah, exactly. It happens to the best of us. It really does. <laughs> Ginger said also, need contingency plan. For example, if you lock Cat out so they don't hit Mike, expect, hello, I think you're forgetting about someone oh, outside yeah. the door loudly. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> True story, <Yep>. Ginger. Contingency <laughs> plans, good. Or for example, if you podcast with a partner and they accidentally swat over your stuff as they're sitting next to you, like we saw, well, we heard example of yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. The calamity <laughs> that happened in the studio, yes. The calamity that is I. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think that that, unless anybody has any questions for us, did we cover everything, uh, the Mary Artist? Let us know. Um, hopefully this was helpful. Go forth. Cast a pod. Cast a pod. Into the sea. Listen, when it comes to Podbean, it is free to get started. Um, and there's no commitment or anything. You don't have to like give them a credit card to get started. There are a lot of uh, podcast services out there that you could try. Record something. See see if you like it. Um, see if you enjoy it. Most importantly, make sure that you enjoy it and that it is something that you'd be willing to keep moving forward with. And give it a little bit of time because just like anything, it's it may feel uncomfortable to you at first. And this was so important to remember. Rafi had to remind me of it. I've had to remind friends and fellow creatives of it. Uh, listen, you don't have to hit publish. No. So just try it. Just record it. And yeah. just do it a few times. See if you can get comfortable with the thing. Record it and remember that the stick man is going to tell you. I could tell you right now that every single video, every podcast, everything that I post, right at the end, right as soon as I hit publish, the stick man in my head tells me that is the dumbest thing. Everybody's going to hate it. It's good. You know, it, and it's just something that maybe it'll be there forever. But I've gotten really good at just ignoring it and being like, whatever. If they hate it, they hate it. I don't care. You know, and that's that's really it's understanding that while you're doing the editing process or you decide not to hit publish, that's fine. You don't have to publish it. If it, if you are like, no, I'm just not happy with this, you don't have to publish it. But if you continually do it and you really, really enjoy doing it and you enjoy the process of doing it, then that's where I would recommend if you've been hitting not publish. For a while, at that point, just take that leap and go ahead and hit publish. And go for it and see what happens. Clover said, it took me so long to separate the making money and my creativity. We aren't here to work. We're here to enjoy as much as we can yes. for as long as we can. Yes, Clover, beautifully, beautifully mm -hmm. put. Yes. Mary Hardis said, I just need to figure out if I have something to say that I care to say. Also, <laughs> yes, very helpful. Thanks. I'm glad it was helpful. I do believe that you have plenty to say yep. that you would care to say. I think a lot of people do. And so it's just figuring out the basic logistics and then overcoming our inner negative critic. Yeah. Those are really the main things. And I would add one more thing. Um, you don't have to be an expert. Right. Okay? That's, that's so important. A lot of people get on a podcast and they... Uh, feel like, oh, I don't have anything to say. It's not about being an expert. You are an expert in your perspective, in your point of view, in your way of looking at things. That's really all you could talk about. Um, and that's those are the things that if you have something to share, 
let go of the pressure by thinking that you have to get it right every single time, because it's not about getting it right. It's about sharing who you are and how you see the world. Clover said, I love podcasts that just get on and talk about nothing. I just like hearing others inner dialogue. I yes, feel you, Clover. Exactly. Exactly. I love it too. You know, you know how boring it is to listen to somebody expert on about stuff? Yeah, it can be very tedious to listen to that kind of thing. I mean, it depends if I'm like, I need to, I need expert information on this topic. Then perhaps then you, don't, would... then you don't want somebody to be like, Texas, you know how I feel about Texas? <laughs> like, no, I don't want to know. <laughs> or maybe I do. I don't know. Could I get sucked into someone's feelings about Texas podcast? Surely I could. <laughs> yeah. Nano said I had death by PowerPoint today. No. Well, yeah. All right. So, well, I hope that you guys found this helpful. Um, and also enjoyed our feelings about it yeah. and Mothman and, and aliens Mothman and aliens. I feel like we didn't talk about Mothman and aliens enough. Maybe we'll have to just do a podcast. Just, just about Mothman. I just called it a podcast. I think it's because I was thinking about the cat outside of the door, just meowing while you're trying to podcast. Podcast would be a, that would be a fun title for that a podcast. That would be a great podcast. Um, I'll just say this: Mothman's putting himself out there. Mothman has a um, YouTube live stream, a twenty four seven one. That is right. And if Mothman can put himself out there, then any so of us can. You. can. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so let's call it a day on this. Listen, for everybody that was here, you rogues are amazing. I adore you. Your input is always just spot on, spot on, and your support is amazing. Thank you so much for being here. And for everybody listening to this podcast, thank you guys for being here. I know it's not the typical subject that you would get on, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I, that's that's not going to get edited out. I'm just going to leave that just in there. Just roll with it, yeah, I'm man. I'm just rolling with it. Uh, I know that it's not the typical subject that you get in an artist uh, podcast, but I think it's I think it's important for artists to have a voice out there. And I know that we have a voice with our artwork, and some of us do videos. I I love listening to artist podcasts. I just love listening, and they don't have to be spot on. They don't, have, especially when they're not when it's just people talking about how they feel about the world and how they feel about art, how they feel about anything, the things that they're interested in. I love those kind of things. So that's one of the reasons that I was excited about doing this podcast on podcasts, which is very meta. So either way, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. If you're still here and you're listening to this uh, and you like this, I'm sure that there is a button somewhere around here to subscribe, uh, depending on what uh, platform you're on. And other than that, I think it's time to say goodbye. You want to say goodbye, Clee? Good day. Adios. Adios.